This is Don't Panic, episode number 22, recorded November 18th, 2013, on Size Matters, Assassin Pirates, and Very Pricey Coins. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the internet's least known podcast, Don't Panic, uh, where we cover the gadgets, the internet, and you. Uh, have We got a heck of a show for you tonight. Uh, I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by the most amazing uh, people since Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, let's start with uh, Colby Rabideau. Colby, how are we doing? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Had a good weekend. It was relaxing. I'm like refreshed and rejuvenated. Uh, ready for the week ahead. Re- refreshinated, if you were. <laughs> right. Good use exactly. of SAT words. Uh, and, of, <laughs> and of course, uh, our own uh, New York urbanite, Dan Miller. Dan, what's up? <laughs> Hello. I think that Teddy Roosevelt compliment was the highest praise I've ever received. It's he's he's great, but you <laughs> guys are pretty great too. Teddy Roosevelt is like the pinnacle of badass. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're we're pretty great too. So <laughs> Theodore Roosevelt, us, you decide. Um, well, thanks everybody out there for watching us. Uh, I want to remind everybody that we do this show live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 11 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. That's the first time I think I've screwed that up. Uh, online on our website don'tpanic.io there you can also get recorded audio and video after the fact uh, also watch live on our website because the chat room is up and running we're in there uh, and of course like us on Facebook facebook.com slash don't panic show um, and subscribe on iTunes I think that's almost everything um, do it do it do it it's it's convenient because you never know when the show will be posted so it's a fun surprise when your phone goes off and says there's a new episode um, so why don't we get right into the news and we'll talk about you know one of the reasons you know I generally hate fall I'll be honest but one of the fun things about fall is it leads up to Christmas and of course that means lots <laughs> of new product releases it's when all the new fun stuff yes in time for you to go out on Black Friday and trample somebody else to buy one. Sean Jennings, corporate shill. And I'm more than happy to be a corporate shill. Uh, Sony, if you want to sponsor the show, please email us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Uh, but we're going to talk about the big release this week, and that would be the PS4. Uh, I'm told it is a uh, console on which you can play games. Um, and it's quite popular with the young kids, and I understand, uh, Dan, you have one. Yeah, and I didn't... So one of the other great parts... Of, one of the So Christmas is great, but a great part about being an adult is not having to wait for Christmas to buy whatever you want. The downside <laughs> is you have to pay it with your own money. The upside <laughs> is that you can get it on Amazon and not have to trample people into the ground for it, which I did. So I got a PS4, and it came last Friday... And so just some quick general impressions. I was pleasantly surprised to see that the PlayStation Network mostly worked on launch day <laughs> after a couple of tries. It did successfully download the patch very quickly, which I was like, oh, man, if that works, then this thing has to be golden. Uh, no, signing in took a couple of tries. <laughs> but after that, it was smooth sailing. Uh and then what I did, just to really push my luck, is I downloaded a game that I'm saving for my pick. But I downloaded a 20-gigabyte game, and it was really fast. 
So I am pleased to report that the uh, concept of buying games online and downloading them and playing them, not only was it itself the game install fast, but you can start playing the game before it's fully downloaded. So it took it's about... Exciting. Yeah, it took That's about... The game talked about. Yeah, it took about... Uh, I, th I would say 20 or 30 minutes to get to the point where I could start playing it and about an hour and a half or two hours to where it was fully downloaded. The disc, I also got a game on a disc, and when that install, you have to, just like on the PS3, you have to install the games before you can play them. It's not like the old days. You just put the disc in and off you went. Uh, that was less than five minutes before I was able to play, and it just kept installing the background, but that installation was like maybe ten minutes at most. So that was really cool. Glad to report that those futures, the future is now here on those fronts. Um, cool. I was pleasantly surprised at the social stuff, the having friends and seeing what they're playing. You get this new activity feed, and it shows you, oh, your friend earned this trophy, or your friend... Unlock, beat his best kill-death ratio in Call of Duty last night. And, oh, by the way, here's the video, because he shared it. You can just press the share button on the controller, which I have in front of me. The Ooh. share button's this... Uh, yeah, that one right there. Probably can't see it at all. There's a share button. And you press mm -hmm. it, and it just uploads the last uh, 15 minutes to uh, twitch.tv. I think we talked about this at some episode. Uh, I haven't tried. I assume you can then download that and edit it if you wanted to. Uh, so it uploads the first 15 minutes by default. And that looks pretty good. Uh, it's not quite as high quality as I expected, but it works, which is really cool. Uh, not something I've ever done before, but now... Like, if I do something especially badass, I'll just press the button, because why not? It's free. Yeah, interesting. That's, uh, a, that's the, uh, the on-live console was all about that, uh, mm -hmm. that like, s taking clips after you did something cool and sharing it. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that's random. Yeah, no, 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 that's you know, totally cool. Uh, I don't think I have that much more to report. Oh, the controller is by far the best controller I've ever held. Uh, it has a trackpad, which is surprisingly nice. It works well. Like for? So in the game, I'll talk about my pick. You can control the map with the trackpad, which is really nice because you can pinch and zoom in the map and move it around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't think that I'd use the trackpad, but it's nice for some things. I, I'd like to see what else happens with it. Uh, the thumbsticks have this little divot in them, which is a small thing, but a huge improvement over the regular old round sticks from the old PS3. Uh, also really cool that I didn't really realize is that it comes with a headphone jack. Nice. Right in here. So, and it comes with headphones with a microphone. Uh, nice. So, yeah, their whole thing is they want everyone online talking, uh, which I'm the, I don't know. I would like that when I play with my friends. If I'm just playing Call of Duty to kill time, I'm not I'm not going to talk to people. Uh, but it's really nice that everyone who has a PS4 doesn't have to worry. I'll have to set up my Bluetooth headset, which is the only way you could do it before. Uh, so this is really cool. That's really cool. I was a fan of that. There's also a speaker 
in the controller, which uh, also seems kind of dumb, but there's one game, there's a free game that comes with it called something. It's a really cool fly-around 2D-ish shoot thing with crazy effects. And But uh, when you get a warning, like something's like about to hit your ship, it comes out of the controller, which is kind of interesting. It really gets your attention as opposed to just hearing it from your TV. Well, I was uh, like, yeah. the Wii does the, that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it's a lot like the Wiimote, uh, more cheaply done, I guess. Well, it has a lot of the same concepts without being $200 or whatever the Wiimote is. So, uh, I, so the only thing I ever, like, we had a, a Wii, my parents had a, like, my family had a Wii when I was in high school. Your family weed. We weed. We weed. But we used to play Mario Kart a lot, and it was cool when you had a bunch of people in the same room playing Mario Kart. Because you got all the, like, oh, there's a, like, warning. You know, there's, like, a turtle shell coming for your your car. Um, oh, and, and you can localize it to the person because you can hear it right, in the room. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't, uh, like, yeah. like, you know, like, when, when you're playing Call of Duty on the same TV, like, you hear all everyone's sound. So it's, like, yeah. the sound kind of leaves it. So it, it sort of keeps the sound as a... A component in the gameplay. It's cool. It's much yeah. more immersive. It's it's it really um, gets you much more into it. Yeah, I think yeah. it I think it makes a difference too when you're when you're playing with other people in the same room on the same TV. Yeah, uh, and also one of the so one of my favorite parts is that now you can charge the controller while the console is off. Which don't ask me why, but you couldn't do it on the PS3. <laughs> Uh, also, it it goes into standby mode, and you can turn it off, or you can just like do the equivalent of closing your laptop lid, so it turns on really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all in all, it's not like mind blowing, but it a lot of good improvements, and the fact that everything is way faster actually uh, makes a huge difference because. I don't know if this just comes down to the life cycle of the console and the games get more complicated as time goes on, but a lot of the PS3 games, it was like, it's going to take so long to start the console up, and then I have to go over and press X and open up the game, and that's going to take a while to load. Then I have to load my save file, and that's going to take a while. And then every new area I go into, that's going to take a while. Any area transitions are really fast, uh, probably because everything's written to disk, and the disks are much faster, and the Blu-ray drive is faster. Uh, so it's a much better gaming experience. PSN is improved. Console, uh, the controller is way better. I'm a fan. A lot of people are saying they have problems, but I haven't had any hardware problems to report. Now, have you yeah. done any of the uh, any of the media stuff outside of the gaming, or just mostly oh, yeah. the games? Y- yep, I watched... I watched Netflix and I watched Amazon Video successfully. There's no surprises there. Uh, I mean, there's way more than I expected. There's like NHL and some other sports things that I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some other things that I haven't heard of. Uh, but that's all I need is Amazon and Netflix. 
Like that's that's where all of my video consumption happens. There's also a web browser that can successfully play YouTube much better than the old web browser. Nice. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I don't really need anything other than those. But if you have TV and you're looking forward to the Xbox One TV integration, then maybe I I didn't get the sense that there's a whole that there are that these apps can be installed. Like the old PS, the PS3 had this idea of an app market, which was heavily curated, and had you probably had to be a licensed partner and all this crap. But there was at least the possibility that there would be new ones available to download. I don't, if they don't really advertise that. It'd be nice to think that there could be a, an Aereo app for the PS4, for instance, or. Uh, that's the only thing I would really, because sometimes I use Aereo if I'm going to watch something on TV that's on cable. Uh, but I, I, I could probably do that on web browser, actually. I should try that. So, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think Sony's been pretty clear in that they're, they're really focusing on the games and Sony services. You know, Sony mm-hmm. does sell you TV shows and movies and music and... Um, I, I'm not surprised at any... I think it's been pretty well established that the Xbox has a better, I don't know, app marketplace, however you want to define it, um, with a lot mm-hmm. more media options, but that's because they're really focused on that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Dan, I'm sure this issue has definitely affected you, but uh, there was some controversy over the fact that the PS4 launched without CD support. You cannot put in... You mean Blu-ray CD- support? No, I mean oh, CD, oh. music CD. You oh. cannot put a music CD in a play. People were upset, oh. Dan. People I were didn't upset. even hear about that. Oh, this was a big deal on the internet. Like, five people complained. I never like, even put five. a CD in my PS3. Well, five that's, guys? Uh, all the guys, and they're quite upset. So I just didn't know if, if you hmm. ran into... The, so there were conspiracy theories that Sony was pushing people towards their Music Unlimited service by doing this. Uh, it, it was a big deal. No, they were probably just like CDs. <laughs> Apple dropped CDs years ago. Well, it's it's funny because that's kind of what they said in the interview. They're like, it's going to come in a future update, but we figured people wanted like gaming features more than playing CDs. Yeah. Imagine if they released it without like like you couldn't play games or movies, but you could play music. play CDs. <laughs> so you play are basically a boombox, a glorified boombox. <laughs> that that sounds like something Sony would do. So I'm not gonna disagree. Um, I like it. So Dan, it sounds like you now. Did you own a PlayStation Three? I did. Yep. And so would you say this is a, a huge improvement, a marked improvement, an evolution? I mean, how would you kind of compare? Because it's tough to compare the Xbox One because none of us have used it, but we can certainly yeah. compare it to the PlayStation 3. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, here's what I would say. Was the PS3 a huge improvement from the PS2? Sure, and graphics, I think we can say that it was. It had a crazy fangled processor that didn't really lead to anything super awesome. It had a Blu-ray drive. Uh, so I guess those things were new, whereas this one feels a little less revolutionary. Uh, but I think the software is much better. The, like, the social and the sharing is much clearer. There's an activity fee. You can see things, you can get notifications much more easily and act upon them 
without leaving your game, which is really nice. Well, you open up the menu, but your game's still running in the background. You don't have to leave it. Uh, so, an evolution, I think. More refined? Will, yeah. A much better, more pleasant experience. I, For people who, who the bargain hunters, uh, I would say wait until Black Friday and buy a PS3, and then buy up all the old games that are still really practically new and awesome, and they're still going to be releasing more new games to the PS3 throughout the years, so mm -hmm. that's what I would do, unless, uh, especially because there aren't any really super awesome games. There are good games that have come out for the PS4, but they're not any all that much better than their PS3 or Xbox 360 counterparts. And that's what a lot of people have been saying. It's that, you know, the PS4 is good, but you don't need to rush out and wait in line and go crazy over getting one. Um, yeah. Because there's just not that... There's no reason to have it today versus even post-Christmas. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, Dan, I have a serious question. Mm -hmm. um, are, are, you, are you considering that the Destiny game... I am considering it. It's one I've got in my sights. So I have two questions on that front. One, so it's supposed to be like a thing you do with your friends, right? Like mm -hmm. like online and shit. So would you want to play that game for me if we could play together? I would love to play that game with you, Colby. Nice. It's a, it's two, a match, people. Two. <laughs> match made me heaven. Will I be able to play, like, if I want to play with you, do I have to get a fucking PlayStation, or can I play with you from an Xbox? Anecdotally speaking, probably have to get a PS4. I've always yeah. wondered why that's the case. Uh, I really... Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, what's the incentive to, for these companies to make their systems interoperable? No, there's no incentive, but, like... I don't know. I just it hate sucks, it. I wanna, but <laughs> I want to get an Xbox and also the games with my friends who aren't as smart as me. Ooh, just kidding. I, I have I, no opinion. I don't know if I want to get an Xbox. I would like to just be able to get the game for my 360 and not buy another console. That's the <laughs> real problem. Things change, man. That's where they get you. But, I mean, honestly, I don't think today, sitting here, I, I own no console right now, but if I were in the market for one, I don't know what I would buy. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to wait till the Xbox One comes out and see what, like, people have to say after they use it, because... That's probably... I so. But I don't think there's going to be any difference unless, unless you want the media stuff. I think, yeah, I think that's the well, big differentiator. I, so, so that's a, like, I would like the media stuff, and, like, it'd be pretty cool. It'd be kind of fun to have a connect, right? And, like, I don't know. Like, uh, and, like, all what? The stuff do what with it? Do, I don't know. <laughs> fucking talk to it and shit. I don't, like, it's just fun. Yeah. I'm going to drop, like, $500 on a console. I might as well get get a little bit extra on it. Dan, I can I can Skype with Colby and have him in a but, tiny window on the side while I watch football on the main screen and just ignore him. Exactly. You're but doing that I mean, right like, now. Yeah, it, that's literally what I'm doing. There's 40 you don't need seconds a new left. Console to do that. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know. Well, I, so that's what I mean. Like, I want to wait and see, like, see if other people think that stuff is good on the Xbox. And if it is, that might tip me towards the Xbox. But, like, if if the other direction is that I can play Destiny with Anne, then, you know, gonna that, do what there's I no, gotta do. That's a priceless experience right there. It, yeah, it is. Yeah. Destiny with Dan. And maybe even I like, can give you references on playing cooperative video games with me, Coley. I am a, a resume. teammate. I have a, a fucking resume. Oh maybe my. I have a binder full of people that I can reference. Wonderful. Wow. Well, I'll bring that I back. I just didn't take a look at it. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, wonderful discussion. We'll uh, we'll have to report back uh, with some information about the Xbox One when that becomes available. Uh, but until then, save your money and uh, I don't know, invest it in savings bonds or something. Uh, it'll certainly don't do anything rash. It'll yeah. Maybe bitcoins. Maybe bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> what a wonderful. <laughs> Anyway. I, I can't think of a safer, more reliable way to invest your money than, than, than <laughs> oh, in the rapidly, than in the completely legit realm of the Bitcoin. Um, well, Sean, if you had bought a Bitcoin before we started this podcast, you'd have already made seventy dollars. That's messed we're sitting, up. We're sitting pretty on uh, eight hundred and twenty dollars. Oh my per god! Bitcoin. That's so. messed up. <laughs> but what I don't, what I don't, and I don't know if you guys have the answer because I totally, I do not understand this Bitcoin thing. I understand a lot of things. This Bitcoin thing is not one of them. Okay, um, I think I have a pretty solid understanding. So, but but my question is, I get where Bitcoins come from. I don't understand mm-hmm. how Bitcoins become money you can actually spend anywhere. Like I get that. Oh well, my God, I'm a millionaire in Bitcoins. How do you translate that into actual money? It's like okay, any other so, currency. Like, why is why is one currency worth something? It's just what no, like people. But like, I don't understand. Sean, you have questions about the physical, the actual process of me giving you a bitcoin or me having n bitcoins and receiving the U.S. dollar value. Like, who out there is, in in my opinion, dumb enough to be like, I'm a banker. Give me ten thousand bitcoins, and I'll give you. Th- 300 US dollars. Like, who's doing this? Plenty of people, because if you had exchanged 20 Bitcoins at the $750 price before, you could have now traded them off again for a $70 per Bitcoin profit. We but have it's... perfected the process of high-frequency trading, and this is like a currency that was built for that. There's no human at all. But it's not level. real. It's, it's not a real currency. Sean, currency isn't real. <laughs> oh my god, this is so... This is like, you ever go into like an ethics class or an accounting class and there's some hypothetical scenario where they're like, what if we just made up this currency, you see? And we just... <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But it's it real! Someone did it! I'm Exactly. So... Welcome to the internet. I don't... This is... It has value because people say it has value. That's Just how, like true. real That's currency. How everything works. That's how the world works, and it's messed That's up. That's so I disturbing. <laughs> Except it's terrifying? done. That's... It's done at the speed of light. Yeah. Well, so is everything on Wall Street now. I don't like. Yeah, but it backs. But it's backed up to U.S. currency that is printed and is minted, and to some degree. I mean, this is but completely like, really. paperless. But like the Twitter stock, that only has a value that people attribute to it. 
Yeah. I am That's like, why the stock market can crash because it's not actually worth anything. It's just like well, it's it's <laughs> built upon itself. I mean, speaking of crashing, I mean, we, Bitcoin is just like as how how much more has it gained, Dan? Is it worth a gazillion dollars? It's now? eight hundred eleven right now, so we've lost nine dollars. I mean, you look at this chart and like how sustainable oh, we can, we can is zoom this zoom out. We can zoom out to the far view here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I'm wow. gonna I'm gonna shut my mouth and contemplate this is, uh, the meaning of life. Since last April. Oh my god, wacky. I'm so confused. <laughs> Sean's you, upset. I'm I know I you my I uh yeah so no you guys talk about Bitcoin I'm gonna sit here and, and contemplate. Well, Sean, Sean, speaking of things that oh I'm giving away all our secrets here. Sorry. Speaking of things god. that only have the value that other people attribute to them, we could talk about Snapchat. We could thank you, Dan, for a segue that I actually have uh, information and an opinion on. Um, so yes, let's talk about the Snapchat. It's the hit with all the cool young kids sending the pictures and what have you back and forth instantly. Um, all right, let's let's do a hypothetical scenario, okay? Dan, let's say someone makes up a company. All That's those. Dan, let's say you make up a company, okay? And, okay? and in a very short amount of time, you have hundreds of millions of fickle young teenage users who have hopped... Really hundreds of millions? It's something like... Um, well, I think that it might be... I might be thinking of the actual number of snaps. Let me look uh, at the uh, specific numbers they've quoted. Um 350 million messages a day. A day. A day. I mean, I'm not saying... I mean, mean, even if... uh, Yeah, so we're talking uh, at least tens of millions. So, all right, Dan, you've got this service, okay? Mm -hmm. Teens are using it. You're You're the hot new thing, okay? How long will it last? You don't know. You could turn into the next Facebook, or you could be the next... Friends, I don't know, something everyone forgot about. I can't even remember. Friend I, feed. I, yeah, exactly. I forgot about it. I don't even remember. So I come up to you and I say, Dan, how would you like $3 billion in cash? What do you say to me? Uh, if you're offering it me all of those $3 billion, I would say yes. Yes. So, so I'm, to be okay. fair. No, go ahead. <laughs> It's $3 billion, and then there's taxes, and then they have to pay back all the investors that invested in them. No, no, no. I realize and all that the other stockholders. I like, know yes. each got person isn't making that, but it's... I, a lot of money. It's a lot of money, and I just... And I'm probably really wrong. I'm probably really wrong, because I always end with these things, but it's very one-dimensional. Snapchat. Like, Facebook, I get. It's worth $120 billion because it's events and it's messages and it's friends and it's this, that, and the other thing. It's 20 things. Snapchat is one thing. Like, it's designed to be temporary, so why are you putting all this money down? It's just, it's very... I just don't see this company growing to be worth so much more than what has been offered. And it was rumored Google offered them $4 billion. Mm-hmm. Well, how many other things, like, like YouTube, 
Uh, a lot of people skip the ads, but if you have, I'm assuming that they're going to monetize this with ads. I, well, that's a, I would a hope. bad assumption that they're going to monetize it all. But I hope that they monetize it so they can pay back people that they owe money to. And uh, <laughs> one of the ways I imagine they will do it is with the ads. And it's like, imagine getting a Snapchat. You know it's from a person that you know. It's like, oh, man, this is Snapchat from Colby. I can't wait to see what crazy antics this kid's up to. You hold your thumb on it to look at it. But instead, you get a five-second ad from some person. You're going to watch that ad. You're going to watch all five seconds of it, and they know that you watched all of it. No, yeah. you're right. And and one of the other things they mentioned is that a potential source of monetization is um, micropayments, things like buying stickers and buying effects and filters <sighs> and buying... Th hey, you you know what? Don't snicker, because companies have made lots... There are some chat yeah, services that that's their revenue. But it's yeah. just... And I don't even mind ads. Instagram is starting to push out ads. I don't mind ads. I just think in something with a feed, when an ad comes up in it, it's one thing. I don't know if Snapchat itself is designed to handle ads. Like, I can't think of a single one-to-one -one messaging platform, which Snapchat essentially is, that has some kind of ad structure in it. Yeah, it is. It is like well, AOL used to. All things considered, the old AIM client used to have ads on it. They yeah, but that's banner like, ads. AIM AIM is like, like that's the same sort of idea as like, you know, a Facebook or a Twitter or something or an Instagram. It's like a feed, and your mm. ads are in there, or they're a banner or something, right? Yeah, it was just a banner on like, their friends list. I just, I don't, I mean, and I, they could monetize. I'm not saying they couldn't. I just don't know. Ads are the easiest and most obvious. I don't think they could do, like, I could imagine, for example, them having, doing like a uh, Zynga style and saying, we'll give you the free version of the app with ad, with like a banner ad or something like, you know, one of those stupid blinking banner ads at the bottom. Pay us $2.99 for the full version of the apps and then also sell stuff inside. I mean, there's ways for them to monetize, but I just... When you start talking multi-billion dollars, you know... Yeah, but those kind... Yeah. It's how much bigger can you get? How much bigger can they get? Well, so the, the multi-billion dollars, did you see that graph of, like, number of picture messages sent? Or, oh, it was pictures uploaded. That's what it was. Total number of pictures uploaded to the Internet. And it was, like, 56%... Facebook, 43% Snapchat, and like a 1% Flickr. Wow, uh, so really? the price, I, I yeah. saw that, yeah. I don't know if those are the right numbers, but it <laughs> was like, I think. Yeah, more yeah. than half of the pictures uploaded to the internet are on Facebook. I bought that. And almost all the rest of them are on Snapchat. And but then you there's a but so the, the cost is both the value of the business and the threat to Facebook if less and less people start uploading pictures to Facebook. But the main difference between Snapchat and Facebook is you know how many of those Snapchat pictures are still around? None! They delete themselves! There's no backlog of content. You know? Yeah, but it's all social interaction that Facebook doesn't see in its garden anymore. 
Yeah, but no one's putting serious photography. You know, if I take a group snap with a group picture with my, you know, stupid pictures are sent through Snapchat. I don't know if they're really taking away from Facebook. I think it's a different use. And I think, to be honest, I think Snapchat is a great product and a really smart idea, and it makes picture messaging easy and fast. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan. I just don't see the va- the long term value. In a company that is designed itself to be a temporary, self-deleting product. But maybe that's just me. There's a reason why I don't make billion-dollar offers on tech companies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it has, like, it has the attention of users right now, uh, which is is valuable. But then again, I would have paid nothing for Instagram. That's what, so. that's what like, you know, that's what Google's trying to get. Yeah, do you think do you still feel that same way about Instagram? I I totally was dismissed of Instagram. I thought it again was just a flash of the pan and now I use it relatively regularly. I think it has an important uh an important part in in, in the ecosystem that no other role is filling. And I think Snapchat is similar. It's just a question of long-term economic viability. And if I'm one of the founders of this company, I'm thinking to myself, you know, get absorbed into one of these larger companies, jump ship, start working at a Facebook or a Google, and move on to a new project. But I'm not the founder of the company, so I can't, I can't say that. Yeah. I don't know if I would say no to that much money, you know. You know, take your success and walk away, you know? You, you built something great, but maybe that's a personality thing. And, hey, I, I wish those guys well, all the best. What if, what if Facebook had accepted its buyout offer from Microsoft back in, like, 2009 or whatever that was? You're not wrong. There's a lot of times when Microsoft was going to buy Yahoo, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of these offers that never went through. Twitter was going to be acquired a couple different times, and... Um, but there's a lot of services out there that also got big offers and have since folded. So mm-hmm. it's I, I was just reading a business book about mergers and acquisitions and um, mergers and acquisitions. You would be shocked at how many of them don't work. It's more than fifty percent fail. So it's not a pleasant market. I do want to give a shout-out to a oh, live... Oh, man, I was going to give the shout-out. Oh, you give the shout-out. I do. I get to do the stuff no, all... Cool. A uh, shout-out... A, yeah. a very prestigious guest watching live right now, like like all of you who I assume aren't watching live should be. Um, Phil Lopez is joining us <laughs> all the way from Vietnam, the other side wow. of the world. Holy moly. We live in the... What a great Thank highlight God. of technology. Thank God for the internet. <laughs> I say that Thank every God. day. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, how are we doing on time? Let's talk... Um, I don't know if any of these are that exciting, but uh, why don't we talk about... Well, we can briefly mention Colby's enormous disappointment at uh, Mozilla's announcement that the Firefox phone will not be officially launched in the U.S. Colby, how sad are you? Um, I'm not that sad. I'm not oh. really surprised either. Like, why would they? People would never buy one of those when they <laughs> like. It's not. It's, it's really, <laughs> at least right now, it's not comparable to like 
iOS or Android. It's... Yeah, but just think of the name. People are so used to having a great quality experience with Mozilla Firefox. Why wouldn't they want that on their phone? For a while, that, that was sarcasm, fun. Sean. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. And I'll be equal opportunity. Chrome and Internet Explorer aren't much better, so. <laughs> You're an offer man these days. I, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You caught me. Um, no, I use Chrome, and it's a pain in the ass, just like everyone else. Um, so let's. Uh, are you still loving the Firefox phone, Colby? Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. It's good times. It's, That's it's like fun. Is that your official recommendation? It's good times? Yeah. It is. It's good times. It's a certain type of good times. So <laughs> if you're not into those sorts of good times, it might not be for you. No, if you're into bad times, it's... So I'm thinking one oh, in a week or two, I'm going to do a like all Firefox OS as my personal device. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so when that when that happens, I'll I'll report back on how it went. I'd be curious to know how it goes. Probably um, bad. Slash <laughs> <laughs> uh, positivity. Put in a good yeah. way. On that great very... note, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, quickly. Uh, Kindle Fire update, Fire OS 3.1, is rolling out to Fire HD and HDX devices. Sorry for those of you with the original uh, Kindle Fire. Too bad. Um, So let's talk about what you're getting. Um, I thought this was really weird and kind of interesting. That this update pushes enterprise support. Like uh, connecting to secure Wi-Fi networks, VPN... Uh, authentication, um, device management, API. Um, I don't understand. Well, a lot of that means that you can't, before you couldn't use it at, like, Marist or any other school. Um, no, because it supported, I think, no, because I I know people who've used Kindle Fires. Uh, it does support the, 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 what Marist is using. It's other networks it didn't support. Um... But I just I I mean does this this seems like the the last device you'd see in a corporate environment? Yeah, well, uh, here's a, a a jump off question. What is the leading Android tablet these days? I uh, in terms of sales, I have well, no not idea. in terms of sales, but in terms of like the best tablet to get. Is it still the Nexus 7, or is it... Because the, the Kindle Fire seems to be doing really well, too, from what I've heard, at least in terms of a good Android experience. Uh, but it's not Google experience. If and, you're... Are you asking my opinion? Yeah, because I don't really look closely at these things. I don't know I, if you look closely at all. Well, it's funny, because this, this time of year, especially when it's... Um, Black Friday, I see a lot of a lot of people say, "Oh, what's the best tablet to get on Black Friday? What's the best TV to get on Black Friday?" I'm actually on assignment to find a tablet for somebody. Um, if I if I were recommending a tablet and someone wanted not an iPad uh, mm-hmm. at the seven inch size, for someone like you, Dan, or you, Colby, I would say the Nexus Seven. But for someone like my mom or an aunt or a grandmother, I'd say the Kindle Fire. 
because they want it for media consumption, books and movies and games, which it works great for. It's got Mayday built in, which is great for not the most tech literate. But mm-hmm. if you're into technology, the Kindle Fire is just such... It's just not for the tech person. That would be my opinion. Is I would say it depends on what side of that you fall on. I was really looking for a, a new Nexus 10 to be released alongside the Nexus 7, and that just didn't happen. They've been rumoring this week, next week, uh, but nothing, nothing particularly it's getting solid. Late. Uh, it is, and which would question if it's available for um, for Christmas. Um, but it, right. they've certainly been saying for a while. Um, let me look and see. Now they're saying November 22nd, which would be uh, the end of this week. Uh, it, it there's right. a carrier render out um, with information leaking it to the 22nd. So it may be out in time for the holidays. Cool. Um, All right. But I do, I do want to, and this is a little off topic, but let's be honest, the Kindle Fire software update is not that exciting. Um, no. I find a 10-inch tablet something I don't want. Am I crazy in saying that? I don't... I'll let you go first, Colby. <laughs> well... Go ahead. I've been using my iPad lately and found myself wishing it were smaller. But not necessarily that the screen was smaller, just that it was slightly smaller and less heavy. Have, have you so, held the iPad Air? I haven't, which is where I was going. Like that that may be what I want. I was shocked. I held it for the first time a week or two ago and I was like I was like blown away at how much lighter it was. And it's just the volume is smaller, and it feels like a totally different device. So the criticisms we had of calling it the Air, I think, weren't uh, yeah. weren't really valid. I, it really feels much better. And sort of felt bad. Yeah. Well, that's what we're here for. It sound like assholes and soccer <laughs> men. That's that's <laughs> why they tune in every week. Yeah. Um. No, I just find the. It's not even about the size or the well. It is about. It's not about the weight or the. It's just. I you don't. You heard it here, John what? Jennings. Size doesn't matter. Size size matters, Colby. Don't you forget that. Oh man. Um, uh, we no. just went from eight hundred and twenty-one to seven hundred ninety-nine dollars on the Bitcoin, and and one swell poop. Wow. Back when I get all the video one stuff up for next week, I'll have a ticker in the bottom of the screen for <laughs> the Bitcoin price, with a little chart like on CNN. Um, no, no. I just, (laughs) I just find that the, I just feel comfortable holding a seven inch, and I don't know what the extra three inches give me that I actually need. I mean, yes, it's bigger, but anything, yeah, yeah, no, let's keep this, let's keep this party train going. Uh, why, why go for the bigger size when the smaller one gets the job done just as well? There's nothing wrong with having a small one. (laughs) It was fair when you weren't trying. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. Uh, let's, that was really educational. I, I really hope you learned something about well, the importance of size. I'm getting to the point where I can use my iPad for almost anything I want to on the road. If I'm going on a work trip, I'm going to bring my MacBook. Uh, if I 
don't if I don't plan on doing any serious programming, and even if I am, there's ways to do it. Uh, then I'll only take the iPad. Or you know what? I won't. I always take my MacBook, but I almost never take it out. If it were smaller, I'm not sure that would be true because it, like, I'll fire off emails on an iPad. I'm not sure I would do that on a seven-inch iPad. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's hey, it's personal preference. People are always going to want to have options. That's why there's four-inch smartphones and six-inch smartphones, and if you're Samsung, 38-inch smartphones. <laughs> um, but. I just know that when I owned a regular iPad, I just felt it was, it just didn't feel as convenient. And now that I have an iPad Mini, I use it every day, all the time. Um, but maybe that's just me. I just didn't know if I was crazy. Um, let's wrap up on the Kindle Fire here and get into our picks. I just want to mention that they also have, Amazon has finally integrated Goodreads, the uh, social network for book lovers. They bought a couple, not a couple years ago, a year ago or two. Um, and it's now built in directly to the OS, so you can share, comment, rate. Oh, that's uh, cool. Built in. Well, it makes sense. You know, it's it's integration. They own it. Um, and it's also a um, second screen feature is included, which allows you to uh, send video from the Kindle Fire to a supported device, which includes the PlayStation 3 and certain Samsung TVs with the PlayStation 4 update coming later. Uh, nothing else has been announced, um, and uh, wireless printing, voice dictation, um, and there you go. So update your Kindle Fire or Fire HDX devices and get the latest. Hopefully it's less terrible than the old version. Um, all right, let's move into our picks. Um, onward. onward indeed. Um, and let's go with, uh, I'm going to go. Okay. So, there is this thing where, it's, it's kind of like the Kickstarter effect, where you look and you see some, like, pre, you know, prototype idea, and you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen, I need to own this yesterday, a shut-up-and-take-my-money type scenario, okay? Mm -hmm. This was that for me. So this would be coin. Uh, it went around... See, the beauty of not being hooked up to all that equipment is I can share my screen. Um, so this was going around the web uh, this week. Uh, it blew up pretty quick. Um, so what is coin? You know, there are a lot of services out there that try to replace your wallet, Google Wallet, ISIS, um... And all of them require you using your phone. But I don't really want to pull my phone out of my pocket. I don't mind having a card. And that's where Coin comes in. So what Coin is, is it is a smart credit card of sorts. So it's, I, I, and I don't figure out know exactly how it works, but it's, this, it's a, this, it's, looks exactly like a credit card. And you load all your cards onto it, and it has a magnetic strip on there the card itself can program. So, for example, you can put, I think, up to eight cards, and there's a little e-ink display. So you can select, and you say, I want this credit card, I want this rewards card, and the strip on the card will change to match that. So, essentially, you're carrying all your cards in this single device. It connects via Bluetooth to your phone, and you can add and subtract cards. You can only have eight on it at a time. Um, 
And it will also alert you because it's Bluetooth if you leave your card somewhere, which is cool. So I saw this, and things like Pebble and other ideas I've seen, I always am like, well, I hope that turns into something that's neat. And I saw a coin, and I said, you know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, so I ordered one. You can pre-order them now. They're $50, uh, and they're going to ship during the summer. Um, and it's essentially... Uh, Essentially, uh, one card to rule them all. Rather than putting it on your phone and using something like NFC, instead carry one card you can put all your cards on. Um, you can find out more at OnlyCoin.com. Uh, if you order in the next 25 days, you get uh, it's half price. The $50 is half price. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be on the forefront of this one, finally. I got one. Um, <laughs> so that is, uh, that is my pick this week. I'm excited. Cool. I can't wait for summer. I want to play with this like yesterday. Um, opinions, I can tell. What? what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, go please. You know, I'm always bummed because we do the picks, but I, you know, we can debate the picks and critique them. So by all means, I'm, I'm less than I'm meh on coin. Uh, there are a lot of criticism about how uh, it'd be hard for businesses because uh, there's some something about how there's a lot of... Uh, I don't know. Anyways, I don't know anything about that, so I'm not going to talk about it. Like, no how, like how you could spoof a credit card and... Or something like that, and there was some fraud checking mechanism that wouldn't be available because you didn't know the carrier issuing information necessarily or things like oh, that. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm absolutely certain that this could be used for illegal things and for um I just trust that they'll figure out a way to uh, to work around it. They've got 6 months before they uh, they launch. So, yeah. I'm hoping, but I agree no, but I agree with you. It's it's clearly a new idea that no one's done before. Yeah, and I guess like I have a debit card and a credit card and that's it. Like to you replace don't... those two with one other card is, like, that's not really a big benefit for me. But what excites me, and I, I have a, a couple cards, but it's also rewards cards. It's anything with a, with, a bar, with a magnetic strip on it. This will replace. So just to have... Because what is in my wallet? Rewards cards and gift cards. They, those are what pile up. I'd like to have those in a convenient card, but... I guess we'll see. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on that because you guys have... Uh, you're going head-to-head -head on games here. All of my reward cards are barcode scanners. Here, everyone can buy stuff with my Dwayne Reed rewards well, now, card. Well, you'll get the points, though. What's my yeah. advantage? Uh, <laughs> you should put all your cards up. Yeah, someone um, help me out with my REI membership. I'm not really making your good REI. Yet. <laughs> Do you buy a lot of stuff? That's the and that's what sucks about rewards card is you get a thousand of them and half of them are to places you never go. I just always say. Cool. Well, yeah, I try to get them either a place I I I got REI because any purchase I make there are gonna be big ticket purchases, so it seemed like a good idea. I mean, and they take two uh, seconds. There's no real downside uh, unless you're a really anal about your information, but um, it's just annoying as hell. 
Yeah, <laughs> I think the ones that are like credit cards, but then like when they when they ask you at the at the desk, they make it sound like a rewards card, and it's like, okay, can we have your social security? Yeah, that's like, when you know they've got you. No. <laughs> yeah, you like savings, yeah. not that much. Mm. Yeah, it's like not for 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 twenty bucks. I don't think. I <laughs> How much are you worth, Colby? Uh. All right, well, let's move on and talk about uh, Terraria, um, which is a game you can uh, play on your console. What? Oh, no. It's <laughs> Who needs it for a console? I have it on iPad. Oh, because um, it, oh, it says it's now on consoles. I guess you can get it other yeah. places. Um, so I started playing this the other day because I was, like, bored and wanted to play a game, and my iPad was right there. Um, so I picked it up because it had solid reviews in the App Store, and it's basically it's basically Minecraft, but it's 2D Minecraft, um, which I find much more enjoyable, especially on the iPad, but just in general, I think it's more fun. Have you played a regular Minecraft? A little bit, not like not seriously. I will admit. You need all right. Uh, I'll hook you up. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not. But that's going... how that's how I'll hook you into playing cooperative games with me as just a life experience that needs to be had as much as possible. Yeah. We'll we'll play some Minecraft. Minecraft. I do. Oh. I have a friend, a friend, a mutual friend of ours that we we play on there. Damn. And you know what? If you guys forts, if you... we mine things. If you guys get into it, maybe we'll have to do a little. Uh... Don't panic, uh, Minecraft. Minecraft episode. Yeah, a whole episode oh, set in Minecraft. And I have a guest we could bring on. I'm just saying. This is sounding like a legit episode now. <laughs> Colby, now <laughs> you have to do it. It's an assignment. It's a research project. <laughs> no, I will. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know. I knew anyone who was seriously into Minecraft. I know literally um, nothing about Minecraft. Literally nothing. So. In any case, we got a little sidetracked. Yeah, so um, go ahead. But, so it's basically a 2D clone of Minecraft. It's like a side-scroller, and it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. Like, it's all the great stuff about Minecraft uh, with none of the annoyance of trying to play a shooter-like game on your iPad. So <laughs> It is hard on the iPad Minecraft, so I'll give you that. It also has multiplayer, which I haven't tried because I don't know anyone else. Interesting. So. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to drop five bucks and play with me, let's do. Let's wow, do. Colby, you go cheap. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Games, bro. Very cool. Well, that's that seems uh, reasonably priced and fun. So uh, find out more at Terraria, T-E-R-R-A-R-I-A dot org. Outstanding. All right, and Dan, we started with you in the PS4, so why don't we end it with you in the PS4? All right, sounds good. Uh, so uh, a surprise game of mine that I... The game that I downloaded to test out how to how well downloading a game on the PS4 was was Assassin's Creed 4, and historically I have not liked Assassin's Creed games at all because they're really boring and repetitive and the same shit over and over again. And while that remains true for this game, the shit you do over again is so awesome. I didn't even realize that this was all I wanted. 
But I now realize that all I've ever wanted in a video game was just to be a pirate and sail around this giant open world and capture ships and have sword fights and add, like, an ungodly amount of cannons to your ship and paint the, the sails on it and recruit your crew and train them and make sure they're super badass and deadly and go treasure hunting and, oh, my gosh. I don't even know. Maybe maybe the novelty will wear off, but right now it's like this is like a really cool game, and the storms come and you have to ride your giant ship through the storm and just ride driving the I'm, ship. I don't. I'm literally being Snapchatted right now. Gameplay from Assassin's Creed Four. From wow, this this whole episode just. Collapsed from in our, on itself like it's the a death out, of the universe. A shout out to our mutual friend Matt Mariani, <laughs> who who literally has been Snapchatting me his playthrough of Assassin's Creed 4. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but they delete <laughs> themselves, so right, right. Go ahead, man. I don't even know if he, if he asked you to give him some bitcoins in exchange for that, we would have just in one <laughs> fell swoop hit on all the topics for this episode. I think the universe would have exploded at that point. Did he Snapchat it from his Kindle Fire HDX? <laughs> I don't think he could figure out how to use one of those. Uh, no, that's not nice. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. It's also on PS3 and Xbox 360, so I don't think it's much different. Except the touchpad. You can use the touchpad to move around the map and pinch and zoom, and that's kind of cool, but not worth $460. Uh so, Assassin's Creed 4, definitely better than Assassin's Creed 2. I skipped Assassin's Creed 3, and definitely better than Assassin's Creed 1. Lots of fun. Be a pirate. All Have right. sword battles. Upgrade your pistols. Ah, so cool. All right. Dan's favorite Assassin's Creed to date. <laughs> Which isn't saying much, because I really haven't liked any of the other ones. But you're a pirate, so that's really all that matters, right? That's, that really is all you need. <laughs> I don't understand why there aren't more pirate games. It, you know, for you know, the girls, they, it was vampires and then it was zombies. Maybe pirates are the next big thing, Dan. You started it. I'm looking at Grand Theft Auto Caribbean Edition. Yeah. 21. They certainly, <laughs> they certainly had a lot of prostitutes, so... Or the Grand Theft Auto Future Edition, I think, could also be really cool. I don't understand why they haven't made these games yet. Man, <laughs> stop giving away your good ideas. See, I would like Assassin's Creed Future Edition. That's what that I That would also be really cool. That's, that, that's and I had that same thought. Literally, since I played the first Assassin's Creed, I was like, this is okay. But what I want is... The you know what would be better? Lasers. <laughs> exactly. And because it can't be it can't be modern day, because then it would just be Splinter Cell. Right. Yeah. But in the future, yeah. lasers. <laughs> it's kind of it's like, kind of funny. You know, like arm lasers? Like the yeah. just laser into people's necks. That's the uh, it reminds me exactly of Call of Duty. The original games used to be, you know, World War II, and then, what if we put one of them in the future? Modern Warfare? Great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, outstanding. Well, don't panic. Home of great ideas, you're welcome to steal. Uh, that wraps up this week's episode. Oh! Yes, Dan. No, it doesn't. 
It doesn't. Just to bring wow. everything full circle one more time. Uh, did you guys read the story about the Silk Road for assassination? No. Yeah, so, no, but all right. Yeah, go ahead. So speaking of Assassin's Creed, someone made a website to uh, where you can basically donate bitcoins towards the cause of murdering someone, which is terrible. But the uh, mechanism by which this works is really interesting. So you can encode a message in a bitcoin. So if you donate a bitcoin to the assassination of, say, Justin Bieber, and in that bitcoin you predict... The, uh, now how does this work? Or, oh, so in the initial one that you put in, you pre oh, so you have to put some Bitcoins into this pool as the assassin, but if in the message, if you predict the time, exact time and place that the assassination will occur, you will then get all of the Bitcoins that were put up for that thing. This hasn't actually happened yet, and I'm pretty sure, hopefully, it won't. You mean, you mean but no one it's interesting. It's interesting because this is the exact use of a cryptocurrency that was outlined in the book Cryptonomicon, which was written in the '90s, and I'm reading now. And I just got to that part, and then I read this story that someone did it. Uh, so it's interesting. Oh my Anyways, god! Anyway, Assassin's Creed Four. <laughs> no, I, I'm looking. It's called Assassination Market, and I like that Business Insider says. Basically, Assassination Market is like a deranged Kickstarter or Indiegogo for political murder. That's so, an accurate description. That's crazy. Oh my god. All right. Well, that. All right. What a what an outstanding note to uh, <laughs> to end tonight's show on. Uh, we want to thank all of you out there for watching live, uh, including those around the world. Uh, we appreciate your viewership. Uh, you can always find out more at our website, don'tpanic.io there. You can listen live each Monday night, uh, watch past audio and video, and subscribe to us on iTunes or uh, wherever you watch your podcasts. Uh, our RSS link is also there. Facebook.com slash don'tpanicshow is a great way to follow along. And, of course, we love feedback, so please send us some. Don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Guys, any last thoughts before we wrap for the evening? Hmm. No. Oh. <laughs> that was a productive episode. I, I'm going to yeah. argue that's one of our best. Like, I feel like we did good. We covered a lot of ground. And we had insights and, and clever witticisms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wonderful. Well, good for uh, us. Good for us. Thanks to Colby and Dan. We just have to get people to watch. Yes, tell your friends. <laughs> tell your friends. Uh, and I will simply end this show by saying, don't worry about it, Tom Brady. We'll get him next week uh, in New England against Denver. Paint Manning's got it coming. Um, and with that, yeah. we will say good night. We'll see you next week. Wait, did the Patriots win?